Hello, welcome along. It's a brand new episode of Baffled, your favourite fact podcast. My name is Dan. Thank you for joining us. I've uh, got facts about sounds, sobbing and space. That's on my end. Mark is also here. Mark, what have you got? Right, this week for you, crab blood, evil but nice bears and creepy songs. Did you hear the little pause in evil mm. yet nice mm. bears? GCSE drama's paying off. Connor, what have you got as well? Something about bees. Love a bee, don't I? Also teeth and where they could and couldn't grow. And we're also going sandcastles today. I think it's important to do so. Wide ranging. Your full gamut of facts there. Stick around. If you want to hear the baffled boys make all the noise, stay exactly where you are. We will be back in just a second. Right. No. This has to stop. It's got to stop, Dan. No, this has to stop. So fresh off our sensational thing about tectonic plates the other week, I'm looking forward to more uh, high powered learning. And I think we've got a wide coverage of fact. I'm excited for that. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This baffle boy is making a noise. Has to stop. I'm just putting out there. It's got to stop. If you play football, for example, you're in the changing rooms, aren't you, with all the lads, and they're gearing you up for a game, like trying to get you ready for a good performance. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. come in within 30 seconds with baffle boys making all the noise, and I'm instantly deflated. Well, I tell you what, if I was a football man, worst thing I've ever heard in my life. I think I'd be a bit. I, I think. I think my. I think the equivalent. What I do to the podcasting world, the equivalent in football management is probably Jurgen Klopp. You know, he's known for these very emotive, very passionate halftime team talk. And I think I really truly feel that's kind of what I'm doing with baffled boys make all the noise. Like I come on, we log on, we have a little bit of chat beforehand. I sense that you're down. I think you need a little bit of lifting. So I remind you what we're here to do, which is to bring the noise, to bring the facts and we're raring to go. And you're more like a Frank Lampard. Yeah, I'll be honest. I did fall asleep halfway through your supposedly emotive speech there. So I wouldn't say it's working brilliantly. Well, Connor, if I'm like Frank Lampard, you're like John Terry and not for any footballing reason. All right? No, yeah. <laughs> what, what, you're talking more about what? The, the geezerness or... This has suddenly got very niche, this conversation. Yeah. Football, non-football fans who listen to this podcast are like, what the heck are you going on about? I think non-football fans know what John Terry has done in the past. Right, Connor, it's time for our first fact of the show. Take it away. Bees can live inside your eyes. There you go. Have that. Absolutely no. Thank you very much. That is... Wallop. That's put me off life just oh i'll tell you why i'll tell you how 28 year old taiwanese woman in 2019 while participating in the queen ming tomb sweeping festival uh, which involves cleaning up the graves of relatives who have passed away which is mental as it is 
uh, the woman thought a bit of dirt had gotten into her eye, as you do. Um, but her eye started swelling up over time, and she thought it was the dirt, maybe an infection of some sort. Went to a doctor who found something black that looked like an insect leg, quoted from him. Uh, the leg was attached to a four millimeter long bee, and it wasn't the only one. The doctor explained in his words, I grabbed the leg and very slowly took one out. Then I saw another one and another and another. There were four sweet bees in total. All were alive and had been feeding off the woman's tears in the back of her eye. Mm. Right. That's so gross. Where are they living in the eye? Are they living inside the, the pupil? Are they living kind of around the back of the ball? So this is, this is, I knew he was going to ask this question. This is where my research has got better. So actually behind the eye, which I didn't know, you probably do, but there's quite a big gap behind the eye. So you, there, are, there is space behind your eyeball. Um, and they were behind that. That's where they had gone. So what they had obviously done is, I, I don't know how, what I don't understand is, is how... I say, like, how the heck do they get in? So what I would imagine happened here is one bee got in and maybe that bee had babies in it behind the eye. I don't know. I don't know. But I can't imagine four... Imagine, like, you've got to be some sort of thicker, haven't you? To have one thing go in your eye and it's like, come and then, or hop in. Like, seriously, four of them. You would know by then, wouldn't you? But... But yeah, four bees from behind the eye. What amazes me, and I love discovering things about different cultures, but basically they've managed to make a festival uh, about like cleaning the graveyard. You know, it's like a yeah. street sweeping festival. Like, how is that a thing? Like, what, what did you, like the tomb, the tomb cleaning, fe- like, how is that a thing? Yeah, it's become a thing. Yeah, two, two facts in one. One, bees live behind your eyes. Two, you fancy getting dead people out the ground, so you can do that legally somewhere. Do you think in some, like in some cultures, you know, where these kind of things happen. Maybe they need something done. And the people who are in charge are like, mm, let's just make another festival. We so love the, festivals. Yeah, let's so just do that again. You know, like in the middle of Brazil, in like the Amazon, they're like, we could do with, um, we could do with damming a few of these rivers. Bingo. Festival. Yeah, Amazon damming festival. I've got another fact later on about sandcastles. I hope you do. I hope you've got two more later and on. And Mark, you need to stop with this. They're really bad little jokes that are getting worse by the week. Dan, would you agree? Well, I mean... Mark is the open goal of he is the goal hanger of all joke telling. Oh, he's, you know, just, he's not he's not he's not for another football analogy, he ain't curling one in Honestly. outside of the box. He is on his hands and his knees waiting for a ball to be crossed in the line and then he just nods it in. Like he is swallows the low hanging fruit. He's mine there. I can imagine how it works. It's like um he's sitting there, he's not really saying much. Then I'm like, I've got another fact later. He's like, Now's my chance. No, two facts. <laughs> it's like oh, Pretty much. It's like, seriously. I kind of run on t- two energies, low power mode and high, high power, power mode. Yeah. I just run on low power mode for most of this until something comes in. Flick it up and up. So I've got a point of this episode linking in with, with this fact and that kind of grave digging thing. And then also my other fact later about sandcastles are both the same concept of when you hear the fact later of, I think people just run out of shit to do. So they just do ridiculous things or make up ridiculous rules or ridiculous laws. It's like, that's the world we live in. It's so millennial, isn't it? Where just these nonsense things start happening. It's not about someone getting sand in their eyes. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, he got sand in his eye. I pulled it out. It was a dolphin. <laughs> Can you believe it? My God. <laughs> Time for our second fact of the show, Mark's first fact. Take it away, you. Okay, horseshoe crab blood is the miracle vaccine ingredient which has saved millions of lives. Too many words in that. So, no, yeah, words, yeah. Uh, <laughs> too, too the fact words. position. Horseshoe what what? Horseshoe what what? <laughs> Enter the, enter the fact position, and I'll explain. So, horseshoe crabs are older than dinosaurs. So they've been around for about 450 million years. Now, 
as well as being living fossils, they've helped keep all of us alive because their blood, which is bright blue, is used to test every single vaccine which has ever come into existence. Their blood basically has this incredible way of detecting toxins. Uh, so every batch of uh, vaccines will get tested with this blood and therefore humans right. won't die from taking a vaccine. Right, I need to step in here and I, it's about time we're right. We're good friends here. We love each other. Mark, you have this ability to make such great facts so fucking boring. I mean, Dan, is it just me? Uh, so, uh, look, this is a... This is a- this is a house of friendship. It's a house of discovery. I don't think we can rag on someone's fact-telling ability that much. You are slightly correct that that was a very interesting fact, that it did take us round the houses a little bit. It was a long walk a through the in, maze yeah. to, get to, a very, to get to the treasure. But uh, how does... So this, this blood, do you know what it does to show that there are toxins in the vaccine? So basically, so they've used this... Uh, blood to develop a test called the LAL or the limulus amubocyte lysate which of course is a lot more catchy than LAL um, and the blood just reacts in a way so whenever the cells inside of that blood meet the invading bacteria they clot around it and that's how they know it's a bad batch of what do you say it was horseshoe crab horseshoe crab yeah and it comes back to I think the main takeaway from a year of baffles how do they discover these things? Who is, you know, just testing out willy-nilly random things on the blood of a horseshoe crab? Didn't even know that existed. Who's picked that? Si- give it a stab, siphon off the blood, and thinking, you know what this will do? We'll text- test vaccines on it. How is that thing? I think my mind is more, how does Mark discover these things? This is where, where my mind goes. You know, like, Google how is he finding that, enter, that, that fact? No, I don't think he did Amazing Facts Enter. I think Mark's dug here, because this, this is a great fact, delivered in a very, very confusing way for, pe- for people of my type. Just but that anyway. st- standard Friday night, Friday night reading, surely. But, yeah, Friday, is this, yeah, not, Friday is this not what you get up to on a Friday night? It's, um, do you know what it is? It's, 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 a, it's a fact that people, I think, needed to know. I think it's something that actually is quite... Quite cool, isn't it, to know how all the vaccines are tested? We're getting them right now, aren't we, with the pandemic? Uh, maybe they used that. They would have, right? They surely would have used that for the. Yeah, the... they would. Yeah, this 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 was used in the COVID vaccine. But yeah, these these creatures have been around for four hundred and fifty million years as well, so they are the oldest thing ever. You've delivered a perfectly current fact. That's what you've done hmm. for the times. Topical, mate. Topical. Hashtag topical. Yeah, I like Delicate it. Saying it. Hashtag. Hashtag, yeah. Right, time for my first fact of the show. Did you know the loudest noise ever circled the world four whole times? Went round and round and round and round the world four times in 1883. Uh, Krakatoa erupted in Indonesia. The sound waves that it let off were so strong, uh, it went round the world four times whole times the loudest noise in history was in 1883 okay two things here sure does that mean that wherever you were in the world you heard krakatoa explode no they felt the sound waves they felt the pressure change all around the world at pretty much every major station at that point this is 1883 so the stations weren't exactly top notch uh they 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 felt the pressure change four separate times okay that Answers my second question of how the heck do they know this? Well, I mean, felt the pressure change. Yeah, big time. Felt the pressure change. By 1883, weather, weather stations 
We're using barometers to track changes in atmospheric pressure. At six hours and 46 minutes after Krakatoa, uh, a spike of air pressure was detected in Calcutta, so not too far away from where it erupted. At eight hours, it reached Mauritius, 12 hours in Russia, then Vienna, Rome, Paris, Berlin. I've been jumping for love. I've been jumping for love <laughs> in every disco I get in. Uh, and then it went to Munich okay. as well. It went round and round and round and round and round. Four whole times the loudest noise that has ever been made on this planet happened uh, in 1883, like 140 years ago. That's a top fact. Connor, you're allowed one question. One question only. What's it to be? Nothing. N- nothing from that. That's an incredible no. fact. And your brain is not, no, it's not, I, I, it's not no, doing anything. I have a feeling he's got a lot of questions and he's trying to figure out the best one. No, do you know what it is? No, do you know what it is? Honestly, honestly, I have no questions because I'm just really, immune, like, I'm really happy with the fact. Genuinely, I, I love it. I absolutely love every bit of it. It's a brilliant fact. Never knew that. How cool is that? An actual sound wave circling the world, the universe, the planet, for whatever it is, four times is it's crazy. I just it. It's always back in the day that these things happen, isn't it? So like, oh, it happened in 2018. That'd be cool, wouldn't it? But like, it's well, but, but also, Connor, you have to realise. Connor, you have to realise if it did happen back in 2018, we probably ain't saying it on a podcast because no, everyone knows either. that it happened. No, I like lo- I like it a lot. It's very, very, very cool. Very, very cool. I mean, ha- I mean, how do they measure that? How do they? That's my main thing. How would they like know one hundred percent? They monitored it because the atm- the air pressure changed. I guess that yeah, what one place would get it and then go, ooh, this is weird. Talk to ring up Paris. Bonjour. Tell me about this. Have you got it as well? They'd be like, yeah, we got it. And then they'd ring up the next place and find out they've got it. I guess that's probably how they find out, right? It's a shame. Like Cross reference. Dan, do you everyone. think? It's- Think it's a shame, Dan. What? That, that was a good fact until Mark went bonjour. Yeah, Mark, I I love you, man, but it, something's going on in your world. I don't know what it is. Right, moving on. Connor, give us your second fact of the show. So we're talking about body parts today. Uh, doctors once found a <laughs> tooth that was that, that was. <laughs> what, are you, what are you? What are you doing? What are you doing? I just ty- you, Do you know what I typed in? I typed in facts about NHS and I went down this road. So no, no, anyway, no. I don't, I don't care about the fact. But you having to go at Mark's presentation of the fact earlier, and you just started it like you were hosting a, to- a topical phone-in show. Yeah. Hi guys, talking about uh, body parts yeah. today on the show. Give us a ring. Oh eight hundred nine triple one four two four. Fine, topical. Talking about body parts. Go for it. Doctors topical. found <laughs> topical. Doctors topical, found topical because you know right now everyone does have body parts. So doctors <laughs> Sorry, found mate. a. That was funny. Go ahead. I'm gonna, this is a little. You start when you're younger and you're trying to guess the word in a sentence. We'll go, we'll start here. Doctors found a space growing inside a man's nose. One guess. No need for loads of conversation. Definitely, Mark. Just a word. Doctors found a what growing inside a man's nose. Mark papaya. Okay, Dan. Falafel tooth. Yeah, falafel oh, would be good. Wrong. That's gone wrong, isn't it? Falafel would be nice, though. I'd like that. Yeah, falafel. <laughs> I, I don't think a falafel grows, though. I think that's my main issue there. A falafel does oh, not just grow. Uh, it's not like I... a falafel tree. So, is sorry, it? hold on a minute. No. A, a falafel can't grow, so therefore you think it could be in the... It's impossible. Right, we're a fact-based podcast. I want to get the facts out there. You can't grow a falafel. You make a falafel. It's two very different things. I've heard about similar things before where, like, teeth do crop up in random places, don't they? Tell me why, Connor. They do. Oh, 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 yeah, you want a little bit of an insight. So the guy was 59 years old. He was a man that this happened to. I'd like to give you an insight. Um, and he, show- <laughs> he showed up at the university hospital in Denmark called Aarhus after suffering from congestion and a runny nose for two years. 
Doctors found something obviously so unexpected. According to the doctors, they noticed in the patient's septum, the cartilage bridge of the middle of the nose was bent to the left and there appeared to be a mass that was lodged in the uh, cavity there. When they conducted a scan, it revealed that the blockage was caused by an intranasal tooth that had erupted inside his nose. It was removed um, and he was put on antibiotics, etc. But it was actually discovered as a tooth. The same, exactly the same as the teeth you have in your mouth. And it had grown behind his nose. Yeah, these things do happen. And I want to know why. I'm not expecting you to tell me, but I'm putting mm. on that on my to-do list for later. I don't know what you boys are doing on Friday night, but I'm going to be researching why teeth grow up all over. I'm probably going to do what any normal man of our age would be doing, which is having a beer, you know, laying with my girlfriend, chilling, doing things in that area. Not not leaving no, my girlfriend no, sitting no. there on her own while I Google teeth growing in those. I'm reading more about horseshoe crabs. There we go. It wasn't an invitation for diaries, just but that's it's good. Good to know. Uh, love that. What what to, what type of tooth did you say that it was? Uh, it was just a tooth. It was just it was just a tooth. I, I, they're not like wisdom, you know. It's just a tooth in his nose. They're definitely not wisdom. At what point? I like that it took him two years to go. I should go see someone about yeah, that. Constant really? runny nose and congestion for two years. And after two years, you go, you know what? I've had enough. I've had enough of this. I'm finally going to go find out. I wonder how far back it was because, I mean, we're fully grown men. Not that, you know, you really pick your nose, but we put fingers up noses a little bit, just have like a little itch around, something like that. And surely in doing that, you would feel that you've got like a massive molar in there. So it was here. It was actually like up the top here, this bit here, which you probably can't really get to, you know? So the congestion, it was just, it was just large. It was like a blockage, really. It was so high up that I know I know what you mean by that. You, you'd usually feel it, wouldn't you? Mark, time for your second fact of the show. Take it away. Okay, there's a weird relation between Scar from The Lion King and Winnie the Pooh. Both, Jeremy Irons. Both from Disney. Both from Disney. They're both from Disney, yeah, but there is another connection. Uh, Jeremy Irons, who voices Scar in The Lion King, sang the song Be Prepared, but he didn't. He oh, sang... Uh two-thirds of the song before he got vocal issues and they had to draft someone in to finish the song off. So Jim Cummings, the voice of Winnie the Pooh, had to come in, do his best impression of Jeremy Irons and finish the song because they were on a deadline for the movie. Right, so, right. Uh, there, there's, your, there's, your, there's your tagline right at the end. The fact that the guy had to come in, do the impression. That's the, the impressions. So Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. Right, I like now, lot. I, know, I, know, I know we've ragged on your facts. I know we've ragged on it the last one as well, but I'll be honest, mate, 80% of that was like, what is he doing? Like, in what, in what world do the listeners to this podcast know what they want? They want a nice little link between Winnie the Pooh and Scarf, both great films, but you did save it with the fact he had to do an impression. See, you've got to be patient. You've got to be patient and wait to the end. Good things come to those who so wait, he, Daniel. So he started doing the song um, and then... Somebody else come yes, in. He recorded, but to... he recorded two thirds of the song, but then had vocal problems and couldn't finish it. Right. But they obviously had to get it out for the movie, so they brought in Jim Cummings. He did it. Um, he's apparently he's done it on various other films as well, where the character, where the voices who play the characters can't sing, so he will come in and sing for them. But on this one, he literally came in, had to listen to the first two thirds of the song, and finish it sounding as close as possible. As in he could. like 
you know, the simplest way possible. Wouldn't it just have been easy for him to come in and re-record the song? What, the whole one? Yeah, probably. But they didn't decide to do that. Yeah, it's just mental, isn't it? For the last third. It's such an awkward way to go around it, isn't it? It's like, yeah, can you listen, then try and sound like... It's just like, wouldn't you just say, look, that guy's got vocal, whatever, we'll pay him for whatever we got him to do, we'll bin him off, we'll get in a new guy, learn the track, this is what it sounds like, you're a singer anyway, just bang it out. He'd probably do it in half a day. Yeah, it's it's not like The Lion King was a low budget film. Yeah, do you know what I mean? It's like, oh, oh no, we we best we best save the money that we spent on. It's like Lion King, probably the biggest Disney fran, one of the biggest Disney franchises, isn't it? Like, come on, do you know what I mean? Is is Be Prepared in the original? Is it actually in the yes. original? It is. Yes, I don't remember. I remember it in the new one with Chiwetel Ejio Four, but I yeah, I, it's in the original. Yeah, um, it's when Scar's singing to the hyenas. I will, I will say this now, and I and I, I genuinely mean this. Anybody listening right now, I would love to see a little trivia-based situation with Mark versus anybody that think they, thinks they know more about him than Disney. I think Mark would destroy most people at that. But the, here's your problem there, Connor. We have a substantial amount of American listeners. Ahoy, howdy, thank you for being there. And, you know, American people... Love their Disney. They get to go to mm. Disney a lot more than Mark. Mark tries to go once a year, I would imagine. Did you see, um, have you seen the um, the videos and the photos of like all the American people being able to go back to Disney World? It's like an emotional break. That, like Some of them like on the floor crying that they're allowed to go back. It's, it's You forget the impact of Disney. It's incredible. It's so good to see. Yeah, they opened it up a couple of months ago and yeah. Yeah, Mark's like, Mark's like, yeah, 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 the Disney. Yeah, yeah I was one of them. Yeah. I was there. They opened it up eight <laughs> um, o'clock, Thursday, the 7th of May. Yeah. Right, time for my second fact of the show. Did you know there's a reason that why you cry on aeroplanes when you watch movies? I don't know, Mark, do you cry on aeroplanes? You're a butch lad, but butch strapping masculine man. Do you cry on aeroplanes when you watch no. films? No. no. Connor? Um, I, I, do you know what? I have done, but I don't tend to pick films that would probably make me cry. I do avoid emotional films because I don't like crying at films. Bambi, well, never watched it. I mean, yeah. So I had, ne- I, never, I had never cried during movies until I first, until I went on a plane and I started crying watching movies there. And I don't, like, I got out of my way to not watch Tearjerkers, but one of the first times I ever cried during a movie was in the remake of Jumanji. So there. Then I cried We're during... The, the rock version, yeah. Yeah, the rock version, the new one. Uh, and then I also cried during the John Cena epic Blockers. Like, are you joking? This is a comedy film and I'm crying during it. So... There is a reason why these things happen. I very rarely cry with my two feet on, on the floor. But you cry on planes because of cabin pressure, because your sofa high up, it makes you dehydrated. Also because you've lost a feeling of control. As soon as you step into the airport, you feel a bit on edge. You're a bit anxious. And all of that coupled up, because you're sat in the same place, it puts you in a more fragile state of mind. So you cry during movies. Um, I think it's called something. I can't remember the name of it, but... Uh, if you are listening and you cry during plane journeys when you watch films and you're wondering why, that is why. It's an actual condition because you're a bit on edge. And I've cried Is this a fact you came up with because you flew with your family and they all mocked you for crying and you went, there's a reason for this and quickly looked it up and went, see, scientific. So problem is when I cried during the Jumanji film, right at the end of the new one where they all get reunited, spoiler, uh, it wasn't like a little... Sorry if you've not seen it. It wasn't like a little welling up. It was big, man. Like I was, <gasps> I sounded like like a fish gasping for air. Honestly, like I was blubbering, and it was very embarrassing. And that's why, not my fault, not my fault. Actual scientific thing because I didn't have control. Is that why you were just yelling at the plane? It's science, damn it! I'm emotional because of science. I don't know what's going on? 
I just don't really care, mate. <laughs> no. <laughs> that threw so many shit facts for you. I know, I know. And, 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 and the shit facts. You're in a mood today. No, I'm in a great very... mood. I just, no, 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 no. You're in a really intolerant mood. You've been in a very, very shirty mood all episode. I was, I, I Have was... you got bees in your eyes? Is that, what, is, that, is that what's happening here? Have you got I was bees sitting burrowing back. into your little brain? I was sitting back and allowing the moment to happen. I just don't, I, you know, I just, I'm not bothered. I've got on the plane because of a bit of pressure. There we go. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the f are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass." So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. If you like this podcast, then why not check out one of our other amazing Create Podcasts? If you just want a good laugh, then check out The Weekly Roast. Listen, listen, bitch. Oh, listen, make, make, make bitch. an entrance. I'm a week off sugar. Bill is uh, I, will, I will fly <laughs> to the UK and I will cut you both <laughs> For the more cultured ones among you, join Laura Wright for music in my life. <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's go. <laughs> I'm so glad no one can see me right now because I'm doing, I was doing some weird <laughs> dance moves. You head back then, yeah. Prefer a deep chat? Connie's got you covered on How Are You? The Wellbeing Podcast. I just became a lot more productive and happier. Mm. And for me, like, that's just worth it. The Weekly Roast, Music in My Life, and How Are You? Just three more podcasts to feast your ears on. Find them wherever you found this podcast. Right, let's do some admin. I have admin. I've got admin too, yeah. Great, I'll let you do admin then. You will recall Loretta, who is a frequent... Instagram or into the show. She listens in with her family. Uh, Rowan is one of those people. Anyway, Loretta has DM'd me. And it's a favorite, my favorite thing I've ever received on the internet. Hi, Dan. I've got to say, most of the time I'm Team Connor. But the Popeye fact has gone on too long. It's the worst fact ever. You are correct, Loretta. It is absolutely the worst fact ever. Also, uh, she says, next time we do the award ceremony for the next Nigel, um, we should have a best quote category. Very good. It's just, you know, we say a lot of things. 
and she said, I'd love to nominate your quote about tikka masala being the Nicolas Cage of curry, which sounds like something I would say. It sounds hilarious. I don't remember saying it, which is why a best quote category <laughs> is going to be pretty tough. But Loretta, thank you so much for getting in touch. And you know what? You are absolutely correct. The Popeye fact is the worst fact of all time. That's the last I'll say on the matter. Thank you very much, Loretta. Pippi, Popeye, Popeye. And there's another one. I've had a message too from Bobby Booker. He said, hey, pal, love your baffled pods. Uh, got into them a week ago and I'm 20 episodes in as I drive for work as a delivery man. Ha ha. Uh, quick cheeky fact for you. And then he shared the fact about the Nintendo Switch games. I think we've actually said it before about the Nintendo Switch games having a taste around them so that you can't, you can't swallow them as a kid. Um, he said, trust me, I've tried it. We have, we, we have spoken about it. That is new information. We have, we have no, spoken. We have. That's not been a proper fact. Absolutely. It has. has. I think I'd have remembered that. That's not been a proper fact. You might might have said it in passing when we were giving away the Switch. I I think we've definitely said it. That's what I'm saying. 100%. But he said, um, trust. Were we here? Were we doing a podcast? Or did you just say this to someone else? We've definitely spoke, 100% spoke about it. Definitely. I know that. Sure. Is what happened here, because I know you, is what happened here. Did you read this message drunk? Forget about it. Came back to it a second time and went, oh yeah, I know that fact. Probably, probably. I would assume that I would have been drunk at the time. Um, he put, trust me on the fact as well about the Nintendo Switch games having a bad taste. I've tried it and it really does make you spit it right back out. Keep up the good work, lads. Hashtag Bibs Army. Irons. Oh, wow, you are, you are early doors. You are early doors. 20 episodes in if you're still on the Bibs Army stuff. Uh, we, we, we do turn over ideas on this show. Uh, and if you want to get in touch... It's infobaffledpod.com on the emails, at baffledpod on Instagram and TikTok for mostly a fact of the day. When we remember. Time for our final round of facts. Connor, what you saying, hun? What? What did you just say? What are you saying, hun? I, I like it. Um, did you know that it's against the law? To build a sandcastle in Araclia, Italy. That's a law. Why, why? Yeah, take a step back. Yeah. And this comes in with what I was saying earlier about the digging yeah. up the grave things. This, this way mm. of life where crap happens. This happens. There isn't really even a reason. It's just the thing. It's literally just the thing. So it says here, um, you, can lay on the, you can lay on the beach, no problem. You can do whatever you want on the beach. You can drink on the beach. All the things that you think. They may make illegal. No. Um, but you can't build a sandcastle. Wait, what's the name of the place? Araclia, which I've been to, by the way. Did you build a sandcastle? No. I Araclia. just laid on the beach naked, drinking Moretti. Why were you in the nude? Uh, I like getting nude on the beach. Are we saying yeah, Araclia? Is that not illegal? Araclia. No? How do you spell it? Araclia. E-R-A-C-L-E-A. Araclia. Live in it. Araclia? Yeah, Araclia, Italy. Mate, there's only one Araclia. You don't get. It's not. It's not, it's not the Araclia next to Basildon. Well, it's mate, the Araclia in Italy. Are, are, are you mate, sure that's how you pronounce it? There's literally not a beach anywhere near it. <laughs> what do you mean? There's not a <laughs> beach anywhere near it. That's why it's illegal. Oh, Araclia Mare. There's a beach on Araclia Mare, which is near Araclia. We're not trying to find beaches. What we're trying to do is just talk about the fact that you can't build sandcastles on a beach. No, no, no. So this was the point. So I wanted to have a look at the beach so I could see how pristine it was. Which makes me so I could judge. Maybe they want to keep it looking nice. That's why you can't have the old sandcastle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the, all I'm thinking with this fact is i'm a little bit disappointed because i thought today's topic on the conner phone in was body parts yeah well he got his wang out when he was on Eric Claire beach didn't 
Of course, yeah, yeah. They say the biggest reason for it is that it blocks the passage, the obstruction of passage. Imagine That's why it is it's illegal. Good. There we go. Right, Mark, give us your second fact of the show. Okay, every breath you take by the police is creepy, not romantic. So this is one of the top wedding songs. Of, oh, every breath you take, every move you make, every step you take, I'll be watching you. No. Prince, uh, not Prince, Sting even, two very different people. Sting has finally come out and has confirmed that this song is about being a creepy stalker and is in no way romantic. So quite simply, if you're playing this at your wedding, you're a creep and you should stop. No, Why did what he a load write... of bollocks. No, it's a load of Why shit. I'll tell you what's happened. No, tell you what. Tell apparently you exactly... he wrote this no. when he was going through his first breakup of his marriage. I'm not buying it. in a dark place. So this is about, um, about no. surveillance of his wife. As there is no way. No, there I'll tell no you now. Right, hear me out, hear me out. writing a song about yeah, that. It's nailed, it's nailed. I'll tell you exactly what's happened here. It's the typical thing with these old folk that made tracks a long time ago. When did he announce this, Mark? Do we know when he said this? It's an a while ago now. Yeah, I'll tell you exactly what it is. It's exclusive, yeah. I, I rang him up. He gave it to me. I'll tell you what it is. It's the same. We've spoke about this before on the podcast with different like music-related things and stuff like that. The track was dying out. Obviously, it's an old tune. He wanted to get back in the charts, a bit of PR. What does he do? Goes on Jimmy Fallon. This is a story. Gets a bit of press. No, Therefore, I, people start listening I, I think, again. I'm I telling you now. Like, this is years ago. This no, was like mate. when it was out. Do you believe originally. it? I don't believe it. I do. Listen to the song. It's creepy. Yeah, but you can interpret anything another way, can't you? It's not you? cute and romantic. It's creepy. Say the lyrics. I'll be watching you. Every breath you take, every move you make, every bond you break, every step you take, I'll be watching you. It's creepy. It's not romantic. Mark, when you, you say, say that bin like... It, bin it off from your wedding list. From Mark, your wedding list. Bin it. You say that with some practice, like you've DM'd that to a few girls who haven't replied on Tinder. I'll I, I, I will neither confirm nor deny those rumours. Yeah, it's his, it's his opening question on Hinge. You know, you put three things about yourself. He puts those lyrics, then just put, what do they mean? <laughs> Creepy or romantic, question mark. <laughs> right, let's do the last fact of the show. Quick one, nice and easy. Apollo 11, which was the flight that landed on the moon. They said that they had trouble sleeping. So for Apollo 12, NASA added hammocks. That's all you need to know. They put yeah, hammocks strong. In, 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 a, in, a, in a space module. Brilliant. I wonder that how strong, that would work strong with very little that. gravity. Surely you'd be kind of wavy. I don't really know how that's worked. You're not sinking, but Apollo 12 had hammocks. And Do I you strap yourself in when you sleep in space? Don't know, I've never been. It's a good question, though, surely, because you'd be, just be floating out the hammock, wouldn't you? You do have to swallow your toothpaste, don't you? Which I think we've had on the show before. Yeah, you do. I'm always oh. just, just nerdles floating everywhere. Oh, there we go. Best fact over that one. Didn't win the award, though, did I? If you're thinking about or wondering what the hell we're talking about, we've done awards called the Nigel Awards. Go back a couple of episodes. Right, that is it for this week on Baffled. Well, what have we learned? It's been a busy show of the old boys making some noise for you. What's happened? What have we learned this week? Uh, Something about horseshoe crabs that... uh, I fell asleep halfway through. That big, big booger that's up your nose, it might be a a little incisor, so probably watch it. And finally, every breath you take, every move you make, every bond you break, we'll see you next week for a brand new Baffled. In the meantime, uh, give us a follow on Instagram at BaffledPod. It's the same on TikTok. Send us an email as well, info at BaffledPod.com. Friday, 
uh, Connor will be explaining something else to us. Last week, we had the rip-roaring success of tectonic plates. Connor, do you remember anything that you mentioned to us last week? <laughs> not, a, not a thing. Not literally not a thing other than the fact that they form mountains. Fantastic. Which we taught you. You yeah. didn't even teach us that. We taught you that. Brilliant yeah. way to spend 20 minutes, wasn't it? Uh, make, sure you, make sure you follow us wherever you get your podcasts as well. We are at Baffled Pod. And if you live in the UK, if you're in kind of the southeast region, you might see our big old mugs on the side of a van. That'll be fun. Yeah. We will see you soon. Say goodbye, Mark. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Connor. Peace out. I'm off to go and get nudy on a beach where I can't make a sandcastle and I can't pronounce it. I'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.